welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we are talking about... Exiles. The end. Well, I... Of Volume 1. Yeah. Well, and technically of the Exiles, because the next one is New Exiles. We're also going to be talking about X-Men Die by the Sword. Are you ready to die by the sword? No. Are you ready to live by the sword? There we go. Yeah. Two sword to live, two X-Men to die. So, last time on Exiled, there was a evil version of Victor Von Doom who was doing something evil on that world. And Reed Richards, who was the mole man in that world, was like, hey, I don't like this thing that you're doing. And so he decided to blow up the world, and the current main exiles got scattered. And I'll read off their names, and you give me a quick summary of them for the classic ones. Yeah. So there is Sabretooth. Sabretooth. From the Age of Apocalypse universe. In this universe, he is good instead of the savage beast we know in the normal universe. Blink. Blink, the borderline adoptive daughter of Sabretooth. Uh, She has the power to teleport by throwing pink-looking crystals around. Morph! Morph, the casual jokester of the group. Basically, he is the living embodiment of the Looney Tunes cartoon Duckamuck. And Morph is actually technically Proteus, but uh, his mind has been wiped, so he still believes that he is Morph. Spider-Man. 2099. Uh, this is Miguel O'Hara. He is from a time where basically all the heroes that we know are all long and gone. He has spider powers. Basically, a big thing with him is he has to now leave his home universe because the exiles kind of messed everything up, and now everyone knows his secret identity. Which really doesn't make sense based on what happens later on. And then Longshot. Uh, Longshot. He is from the Mojo universe, and he can basically manipulate probability so long as he is doing something good. And he lost his memories. A lot. Yeah. And he has an 80s mullet. Mm-hmm. And also now on the base we have Psylocke from Earth 616. She has psychic swords that are the sum totality of her powers. And she is also the sister of Captain Britain, Brian Braddock. There is Thunderbird, who was a earlier member of the Exiles, who had been a horseman of Apocalypse until he was transformed into a big, big, beefy dude. He ended up in a coma because he fought Galactus and won. And now he's just woken up. There is Cat Pride, a new version of Kitty Pride, who was plucked out of reality for unknown reasons. And there is a mysterious old couple, which... I thought they were supposed to be someone, and I looked it up, and they are supposed to be Dave and Patty Cockrum. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you know who Dave Cockrum is, right? Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't, he was one of the early illustrators for X-Men comics. He was the guy who made, like, Nightcrawler and a lot of the other designs that we love to this day. 
And so we start off with Exiles number 99, which was written by Chris Claremont, with pencils by Clayton Henry, inks by Norman Lee, colors by Will Quintana, and letters by Simon Boland. Am I sounding weird? I, I'm not used to having full cup headphones. Nice sound normal. Okay. I'm used to like hearing myself more clearly, so this is a slightly different experience. So Sabretooth wakes up on Earth-797, he sees some soldiers advancing on someone in a cemetery. Sabretooth saves the person by killing the soldiers with their help, and that person turns out to be Raphael Raven Darkholm, ostensibly a male version of Mystique, which, uh, it raises some questions because, like, Chris Claremont had some plans that he never really got to do, where it was going to be, like, Mystique was actually Nightcrawler's father because he could grow fully functioning male genitalia. And so Mystique was going to be Nightcrawler's father and Destiny was going to be Nightcrawler's mother. Oh, weird. Yeah. And then uh, Mystique was going to be Rogue's mother. But like, instead we got Azazel. Which is a downgrade. A bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, they never actually address if this is just Mystique identifies as male, though they also never really address if Mystique in the 616 is just someone who identifies as male. So, hooray for complex gender identity questions. Good job, Claremont. We aren't going to be saying that a lot for the next few episodes, though. Yeah. <sighs> oh. So back at the Crystal Palace, Kitty has some angst because all of her friends die as she works on fixing the computers. But with them fixed, they are able to find the other members of the team. Uh, Miguel has woken up on an island. And apparently it's his home universe of the alternate version of 2099, which does not make sense. Nope. So I I think it's a very bad inconsistency because, like, the whole thing is, oh, he's hooking up with a version of Mary Jane in this universe, which also doesn't make sense. But, like, Claremont had no idea what the hell to do with him. Like, his last story arc with the whole Gwen Stacy thing was just awful. And... Look, it's the future. Models get treated even better than the rest of us, so therefore they can still be Mary Jane's age. Yeah, but she'd be like over a hundred or something. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, like they just were like, hey, we've got to find out something to do with him. And so he essentially gets written off here, except for an appearance in number 100, until Spider-Verse where he gets his ass killed. In like two seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Partially because it was confusing that there was multiple Spider-Man of 2099s out there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on Earth 1009, the Royal Avengers appear and try and stop a version of Rogue who is stealing from them. She does not have her normal Rogue Chris Claremont accent, which is notable, and Morph comes in to help her, and they both escape. Blink ends up seeing the weird couple, and she... Is like appeared in a house where she has a possible vision of the future where she has a family until she gets brought back to the Panopticon, which is the Crystal Palace base for the Exiles. 
they collect the rest of the team, and they end up bringing Rogue and Raphael along with them, but they decide to leave Miguel behind because, like, somehow he's ended up on a beach and he's been able to start up a restaurant. I... It makes very little sense. Miguel's living his best life now. Claremont wanted to give it to him. <laughs> Claremont gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. You're all like cocaine straight from Bolivia. 2099. And also, at first, they're like, we can't find Longshot. Where's Longshot? And then Sabretooth's like, oh, he's just having a nap like a kitty cat. Because literally, he is just having a nap elsewhere in the Panopticon, which doesn't really lead anywhere. Nope. It did not. Yeah. But uh, that issue leads into X Men Die by the Sword, numbers one through five, which were were written by Chris Claremont, with pencils by Juan Santa Cruz and Cafu, with inks by Raul Fernandez, Andrew Papoy, and Noberto Fernandez, with colors by Rob Rowe and Will Quintana, and letters by Simon Boland. You can definitely see that the artists were rushing for time when it gets like issue three. Classic event miniseries lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, because we need to address, because this is a crossover between Exiles and New Excalibur, New Excalibur formed, they fought a evil version of Captain Britain named Albion, and then they fought a evil version of Xavier and the original five X-Men. And at this time, the team consisted of Captain Britain, the Juggernaut, Nocturne, who had originally been a member of the Exiles, Sage, who the more sad about her, the worse she becomes. So she is just stupidly smart. And uh, Pete Wisdom, who works for M13 and who is their handler. It turned out that the evil version of Xavier was controlled by the Shadow King. Psylocke tried to kill Shadow King, and that's when she got sent to join the Exiles all those episodes back. But because Chris Claremont had a medical emergency that really got held off so we got a storyline where dane whitman the black knight joined them for a while they went back in time and fought the maculans which are like the dragon people that fin fang foom is a member of uh juggernaut had some problems with the uh crimson gym of citarac black knight decided to leave the team because chris claremont was coming back on and then nocturne ended up having a stroke And went into a coma because Chris Claremont wanted to write about recovery. And God, I I can get it, but those are not good issues. And like it happens for no reason other than Claremont wanting to write about this. Look, people have strokes for no reason. Bam. Yeah. Bam. But they. Yeah, but. He, I I read all 24 issues of New Excalibur, Devin. I can say it was not handled well. Though Nocturne does end up possessing Sage's body and makes her get dreadlocks, which is pretty good. Uh, so anyways, Albion, the evil version of Brian Braddock, who is actually Bran Bardic, who chose the sword instead of the uh, amulet. Um... 
teamed up with Lionheart, who was a like forgotten member of the Avengers, who also is tied into the whole she chose the sword instead of the amulet. Because basically, if you are super good, Merlin and his daughter Roma are going to show up and be like, hey, you want this sword or do you want this amulet? And normally, if you pick the amulet, you get to become Captain Britain. And if you t- take the sword, they're like, oh, no, you, you chose poorly. He chose poorly. Yep. So Albion and Lionheart teamed up with Black Air, who's sort of the evil British Secret Service and the Shadow X-Men. Uh, Albion also somehow got a whole bunch more evil Captain Britons for some reason. You know, as you do. Yeah, the uh, Dark X-Men decided to turn against Albion. Sage went undercover as a new version of Lionheart, but then she forgot that she was actually Sage and was supposed to be helping with the uh, Excalibur. Uh, Captain Albion uses a magic rock to turn off all of the power in England. One by one, the Dark X-Men get killed off, but eventually Excalibur is able to break the stone. Sage gets back to normal, even though the government uh, Sage gets back to normal, but the government doesn't trust her now. And Albion is stopped, and he is put into Crossmore Prison for being a criminal. And then Juggernaut also decides to go home and gets involved with World War Hulk stuff. So, new Excalibur is currently Captain Britain, a.k.a. Brian Braddock, leader of the Captain Britain Corps, who are a group of multiversal defenders. He can fly, and he is tough. He's also the worst. Yeah. Sometimes he is the worst for comedic purposes, and sometimes he is the worst because people don't know how to write him. The worst. Next is Pete Wisdom, the agent of MI-13, who can make hot knives with his mind. He is an asshole, and depending on how you feel about assholes, he is either very charming, or he is not. And he sounds like an Animal Crossing character because he just keeps using, uh, shit, I forget his, uh, catchphrase every single time with every single sentence where he's talking to a woman. Sage is the walking retcon who has a bunch of identities in her head and like her, she just remembers everything that she sees and she also has very, very bad fashion sense. Uh, There's Dazzler who has light projection powers and also she had a child with Longshot who ends up becoming Shatterstar who ends up also becoming Longshot's father because comics are confusing. Uh-huh. And then there is TJ Wagner, a.k.a. Nocturne, from the original Exiles, like I mentioned before, who is the daughter of another universe's Nightcrawler and Scarlet Witch. And there is a big party going on, since England was saved from Albion, and Brian is mingling and checking in on everybody, getting those status quos, when Psylocke, his sister from another... Well, not really another mister, but his sister whose mind was swapped into a assassin's body shows up. And she brought Thunderbird, and the way that they draw Thunderbird here is not good. He just looks like... No, he was not. He looks like the Butterface. Mm-hmm. Nocturne sees her boyfriend, and they both embrace. And then outside of space and time, Mad Jim Jaspers has woken up because of the... uh house of m and just a whole bunch of other stuff going on and you haven't really read excalibur right devin nope so for those of you who have not read it and we'll 
it's one of those things where we have to perfunctorily cover it sometime. Uh, Jay and Miles have done like pretty much all the relevant coverage at this point. Um, but Jim Jaspers was a superpowered mutant who could warp all of reality. And he ended up getting merged with the uh, Fury, which was this robot that Jim Jaspers made to kill all superheroes. I do know it's... what the Fury is. Oh? Because that wasn't Nick Spencer's uh, Secret Avengers run. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's a weird overpowered murder bot that came out at, in like the 1970s, so everybody was a lot less powerful at the time. And so it was a very big threat. Anyways, in the past, Captain Britain and Roma, who is the uh, woman who is in charge of the Captain Britain Corps, sort of, kind of, uh, were able to stop him. Merlin, who is Roma's father, has now turned evil because of the House of M reality wave slash it's never really explained. They just needed to turn him evil for some reason. And uh, so because Jim Jaspers has appeared, a few members of the Captain Britain Corps show up and they are defeated and turned into copies of the Fury. Meanwhile, back at the Starlight Citadel, which is the base of the Captain Britain Corps, Rome is chilling with Saturnine, who's also sort of hella complicated. And they sense the end of all things. Do you know about Saturnine, Devin? Nope. So she is one of those universal constant type characters where... Like, she had another version of herself in the 616 where she was just, like, a banker. And then she was replaced by Satire 9, who is an evil version from a fascist universe. But uh, this version of Satire 9 is pretty much just an empirical-ass queen. And she's she has her moments. And right now she's pretty much in an advisory setup. Meanwhile, back at the party, Dazzler decides to hook up with Pete Wisdom, which is never a good choice. Uh, TJ shares about her stroke, and Thunderbird's like, yeah, I still love you even though you had a stroke. Psylocke lets Brian know that Longshot is alive, but he lost his memory, which is why she is not going to tell Dazzler about Longshot being alive, and that's why she didn't bring Dazzler along. And apparently at this time in comics, Mojo is in jail in the United States, which I tried to ask Xavier Files about that. Sure. And, uh, his response was just, just ignore it pretty much. Oh, nice. Yep. And Brian, being Brian Braddock, gets offended that he, when he finds out that the Exiles exist and that there's another team out there because defending the multiverse is his whole deal, and he is a petty asshole sometimes. He then hears another knock at the door and gets shot, and Rue Mort comes in, who looks like a female fetish version of the Shocker. And she shows up with her Janissaries, which are pretty much generic SWAT team people. Mm-hmm. Like, they have this whole thing where it's like, we're bringing back all the classic Captain Britain villains and the classic Excalibur people. And this is like Rumor's first appearance. And we never really find out anything about her except that she's working for Merlin. Yeah. She's just weird fetish shocker. 
So Psylocke starts fighting with Rogue Mort because her brother has been fatally shot. She gets her ass kicked. Sage and the others jump in with Nocturne working on evacuating everybody else at the party. Dazzler and Pete run back in after they were doing some shagging. And meanwhile, up on the Citadel where Saturnine and uh, Roma have this big old chessboard that they use as a metaphor. That's also not always a metaphor. We see that the Brian Braddock piece is broken, presumably meaning he's dead. And Saturnine is ready to fuck some shit up at this big old crossroads where all reality might be changing. The exiles flicker back to the Panopticon and they move Brian to the med bay. Morph gets to see Nocturne again and the other exiles are also back and we get lots of meetups. So we get that moment where Dazzler finds out that Longshot doesn't oh, remember no. her. So Raphael has. Yep. So Raphael has to talk her down from being depressed. And the others are able to stabilize Brian. Psylocke goes to alert the Captain Britain Corps, but she gets stopped by Pete Wisdom so they can reconnect and talk about this oncoming war and how they're like, we don't know who Captain Britain is supposed to be. And then Dave Cockrum stabilizes Brian. And meanwhile, the Captain Britain Corps fly out to attack Jim Jaspers because Saturnine noticed that Roma really isn't in a position to lead because Brian got knocked out. So she's just decided to take over. And this like initial salvo is very costly, but they're able to take out one of the Furies. Captain UK, who previously took out the Fury, is caught by Jaspers and is almost transformed. But two other members go in and save her, and they get transformed into copies of the Fury themselves. And meanwhile, Roma finally gets into the right headspace to try and lead, but Saturnine tells her to just keep... Uh, Keep ready in case bigger stuff goes on because she is ready to lead this battle instead. Back at the Panopticon, the Cockrums debate helping. And it's such a pointless debate because it's like, nobody helped us. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to be a dick to these people. That's false, Luke. Being a dick is always an option. But you don't have to be one. You can be one. Uh, meanwhile, Cat Pride ends up finding Earth 2532, where the X-Men, or at least Storm, uh, Nightcrawler, and Colossus are doctors, and they go to help uh, Brian, even though we don't really see how they help. Yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah, it's just like, oh, hey, what if they're doctors, and apparently they're not superheroes, even though Nightcrawler still looks like freaking Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Psylocke wants to help and uh, free Albion, who's the evil question mark Captain Britain that I mentioned earlier. So back in the battle, Saturnine shows up with a big-ass gun and blasts uh, Jim Jaspers with it. And we see that he is actually Fury Prime, merged with Jim Jaspers. She keeps blasting the other Furies, but Jaspers is able to recover and destroys the gun. He moves to transform her, but that's when the Exiles come in. They fight him, and it looks like they're at least holding him at bay. And unfortunately, that's when uh, Rue Mort shows up to capture Roma from Merlin. But she is stopped when Dazzler shows up with a sword. Jaspers recovers from the attack, so Morph moves in to fight Jaspers. And there's supposed to be some bullshit about, like, the fight is getting so intense that Morph is fighting like Proteus. But it's like, um, no. 
Proteus didn't really fight. He just, like, horribly warped reality. Oh, yeah. He's just kind of like, ooh. Mm -hmm. And then he's dead. And back in England in the 616, Captain Albion gets the offer, and he accepts to do it because it's the right thing to do. So Dazzler was able to distract Rue Mort long enough for Longshot to Rouge. save Roman. Rouge. Means red, Luke. I, I, I'm aware. The Red Death. Yeah. It took me so much work to not keep spelling Rogue Mort. That's fair. Yeah. So as he uh, fights through, Longshot's memories are uh, returning. Uh Shoot, let me... I would just take that back from the top. So, Dazzler distracted Rouge Mort long enough for Longshot to save Roma and take her away. As he fights through, though, his memories of Dazzler are returning. Sage steps in to help, so Longshot ends up leaving Roma with Sage, and we find out that Roma got stabbed somewhere along the way, back on the battlefield. Jim Jaspers turns Morph into a Fury, but he's able to revert back. And Albion comes in and starts beating the shit out of Jaspers with his sword. And as he does so, Jaspers is turning himself into a fury. Dazzler dies again, but like there's this whole continuing plot where she keeps dying and coming back inexplicably from New Excalibur. And uh, Longshot also gets knocked out. Merlin appears, makes a fake Roma. For some reason, and we see that he is bleeding now, which isn't supposed to happen because he's Merlin. Albion continues beating the hell out of Jaspers, turning him more and more into a fury until he finally transforms back to Fury Prime, and that's when Captain Britain Brian Braddock returns to kick its ass before it can fully manifest its full powers. There's a big old punch fight. Meanwhile, the Starlight Citadel breaks for reasons and falls to the ground. Sage, meanwhile, looks out at the battle and starts having memory problems. And the fake Roma shows up and messes with her mind. It's really, really unclear. I, I um, agree. Merlin ends up finding the real Roma, steals her memories, but then Psylocke shows up and beats the heck out of him. Tell me, to... do you bleed? You will. Uh, so Psylocke shows up and beats the heck out of Merlin, knocking him out, but was too late to save Roma. Albion joins Captain Britain in fighting the Fury, and uh, then Blink throws all of her teleportation dart things, and she's able to blow up the Fury, presumably killing him. Everyone gathers around Merlin, who prepares to run. A bit of the Fury latches onto him, and he teleports away. Meanwhile, Longshot and Dazzler share a kiss. Roma is dead dead. Saturnine chooses Captain Albion to lead the Captain Britain Corps. Uh, he gets a pardon, so he doesn't have to go back to prison. Sage is having issues with reality, so she decides to stay with the Exiles, as does Psylocke, while Longshot and Dazzler are going to go back to New Excalibur. And as things come to an end, the Cockrums say goodbye to Psylocke, and the last page is dedicated to the Cockrums. Sure. Yeah, I buy it. It's weird, though, that they chose the Cockrums, because, like, as far as I'm aware, 
Dave Cockrum never really worked on New Excalibur or Excalibur? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we then have Exiles number 100, which is the last issue of Exiles Volume 1, which is written by Chris Claremont with pencils by Tom Grummet, inks by Scott Hanna, colors by Will Quintana, and letters by Simon Bolin. We get some reflections from Blink about the various members of the team that have joined up until Nocturne and Thunderbird show up to fight on the beach, and then the fight ends because Nocturne stroke acts up again. Meanwhile, Sabretooth and Psylocke are surfing together. Morph has Morph ended up losing a bet to Mystic, so he has to serve food dressed as a woman, and they all have lunch together, and they look out into space where they see all of the other universes. Sage, Cat, and Rogue aren't with them, so the team decides to look for them. Cat is bungee jumping into a reality well as Rogue watches on, but she starts to blink through reality. So Rogue saves her by flying down and picking her up. Meanwhile, Sage is having visions of monsters, including Jim Jaspers, which are attacking her because she's seeing memories and visions of the people whose memories she has absorbed. Sage is the worst. Just a tad. Uh, And she fights, and it turns out that she is actually attacking the exiles until Blink is able to knock her out. They can't really help her since none of them are psychic and none of them are like, oh, hey, you know how we got those doctors which weren't really important? We we should just find a psychic to help. But That's because none no. of, because everyone wants just to have, what's it called, Dr. Stephen Strange and no universe will match him. Uh, Nocturne, meanwhile, wants to leave the team of Thunderbird for a while while she recovers and Thunderbird gets back to not being in a crystal wall. So they decide to head over to Heather Hudson, the former Exiles organizer's base, and Blink is fine with that, and she even decides to go with them as well. They say their goodbyes, and we are left with our new team going into new Exiles. There is Morph, the now only original team member, Sabretooth from the Age of Apocalypse, Psylocke and Sage from Earth-616, and then Cat, Rogue, and Mystic. And that's, uh, that's Exiles. We've, oof. It has been a long road. Yes, it has. (sighs) What a good road. At parts. At parts. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was... I'm going to wait for that train to stop going. Mimic died. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get to come back. In fact, his body is completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Unless he got, like, recruited to an even more exclusive version of Excalibur. Oh. <laughs> Writes down notes for Exiled. Dr. Nemesis will do everything in his power to kill him, Luke. <sighs> well, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I've got some Dr. Nemesis plans. I didn't realize that I have uh, inadvertently laid a path for, especially after the Dr. Nemesis special. So um, you, know, you never know what's going to happen. 
Dr. Nemesis, Nemesis is going to urinate on more doors. <laughs> He's going to urinate on more versions of himself. Dr. Nemesis could always end up as our version of Magic on Exiles. There we go. Burns like a bright, bright, shitty candle. <laughs> oh. Well, despite tweeting it out like a whole bunch of times, nobody wanted to send in questions about this one. So I, I, I can't blame y'all. Because, I mean, well, I'm checking one last time. Because I think there might have been one. And I was just forgetful. Um, nope, no questions. Which, oh, that's that's honestly kind of fine with me. We've only got one universe to put on this week, which is Earth two five three two, which is the Doctor X Men universe. So, are you ready to put that on Trials of the Multiverse, Let's Devin? Let's do it. Uh, I feel like it's got to go somewhere in our middle, middle range. Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about it compared to, like, Weapon X Firestar's world? I like Weapon X Firestar Me more, too. even though she didn't have a lot to do. Uh, how about it compared to Punisher, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Punisher, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is better. Um, the big M, the evil version of Mimic. No, this is better. Uh, Magic shoved Black Panther's son off of a pyramid. Yep. So, our new number 354 is Dr. X-Men. And, you know what this means, Devin, we have... 498 universes on this so our show after next week's christmas special which is very very it's it's me doing a christmas special um yeah our uh special after that or our episode after that where we can put on episode or we can put on our 500th universe so we should pick up something good to put on there. Should. So we'll we'll figure that out and it'll be a uh, big old surprise. Or if people want to send in questions uh, or submit universes for us to cover for that big old number 500, uh, you can. We can agree on one and then we can see about Patreon supporters or fans picking out one. But yeah, it's it has been a long long journey through the uh, X-Men or Exiles so far. That it has. But it'll continue and, next month mm-hmm. with new Exiles. For like three months and then after that we're going to a better better world. The Jeff Parker world. Mm-hmm. Take a ride with your favorite girl. And, uh, yeah, I think it would be cool if we could get some of the uh, writers for Exiles on the podcast to talk about Mm -hmm. them. So, 
you know, we're, we're going to try and get that going on before convention season starts. So, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the support. Uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, uh, please like consider donating as little as a dollar a month onto our Patreon. They decided to not go with the uh, Patreon changes they were talking about. That's good. Which is good. Yep. And, uh... <sighs> yeah, yeah thank you for being along the ride uh oh we're also going to start adding the show notes that we take to uh each episode post slowly because that should help more people find the show but if you want to help more people find the show i'd really appreciate sharing having you guys share the podcast uh let me know what universes you like and uh Devin, where can people find you, you find online? Find me online at Fredo That's F R E D D O F E G T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G, or at Luke L U K E H E R R dot com. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you next week for our Christmas special. See you then.